Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And today's episode number 25 is called Home. We talk about how your home life can either uh, help your sobriety or hinder it. Yeah, so this is one that is near and dear to my heart just because if anybody knows me, especially recently, I am a huge fucking homebody. I love being home, especially, well, I love being home now. I didn't always like to be home. Um, But yeah, I thought this was a good one we could kind of jump into and touch base about because as Blaine had mentioned, um, your home environment can really, you can fucking hinder your sobriety or it can really help you thrive in it. Yeah, in our old house in Fort St. John, it was kind of where... Our addiction really got a hold of us, and where oh, it was we... a fucking house of horrors. Yeah, <laughs> and it was really, you know, it was, it was our place where we just partied at all the time, constantly, you know. And it, uh, when we did get sober and we were still living there, we basically looked for any excuse to not be there. I would, uh, we'd take the dog and just go up the highway and run down some random dirt road or whatever, and. Basically, almost every day, we just didn't want to be there. So that's, uh, we sold our house, and now we're at Macaroni Meadows. So, And it's, and I, I mean, even when we, fuck, even in active addiction, we traveled a lot, and we were always gone. Um, but I think the house itself really was, again, like, you know, your home is supposed to be your safe space. It's supposed to be your fucking, it's where you go, where the, you're safe from the outside world. You're fucking, you can wear your fucking ugly, shitty shorts like I'm wearing now. No one's <laughs> going to bother you. No one's going to judge you. And you could be safe and you could just be fucking content and you could unwind. And when you, your house is filled with, you know, fucking memories of the shitty things that you've done in your past and it's filled with fucking holes in the wall and a fucking spilled drink that's fucking melting the paint above the fucking one wall, you know, from 10 months ago, you can't get off. Like just stuff like that is little constant reminders of the chaos that that house held for you. Yeah. It's no longer a safe space. And it's so important on sober journey, fucking any journey, the journey of life to have that safe space. One of the things too is, especially in early sobriety, you know, like I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are like us, like we're not really saying anything that they're getting sober. You know, it's only been a couple months or whatever. And I remember this one time, this guy that I used to work with just randomly showed up to my house. I haven't seen him in probably five years. He just showed up and was like, hey, you want to like buy some drugs off me? And I'm like... It was the middle uh, of the day too, wasn't it? It was like two in the afternoon. So <laughs> I was like, uh, um... no. <laughs> like, go away. Uh... And it just like, if people will just show up, because, you know, they don't know that you're getting sober or whatever. So people will just show up and bring booze and then you want to get drunk it's like ah fuck no and that's so awkward i found kate do you remember right before we moved i fucking reached it we had a a mailbox when we first moved there we had a mailbox that you used to be like the mail used to come to it yeah um but somewhere down the line they fucking asked asked that you actually had to go to like the community center and get the mail i fucking as i was cleaning shit out i stuck my hand in the mailbox i found a fucking bag of coke yeah, in our mailbox. In my mailbox. I was like, holy fuck, how long has that been there? And was this planted? Was I this yeah, planted? I don't know if like somebody dropped it off or I don't know. It was it fucking was... weird though. And it was like when we were yeah. selling the house. So we were over a year sober, like a year and a half probably. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do I even like? What do I? And I just like, I just flushed it. I know, I was it's like, like, what, what do I do with this? Bro? Like, how long has that 
living there. And we lived in like a residential area with fucking kids and shit everywhere. Wouldn't be hard for someone to stick their fucking hands in there and grab this. Yeah. Yeah. Just a fuck. Just shit like that. Constant reminder. Like, no, thank you. Fuck this place. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when uh, then we moved in at uh, to Hudson Hope at Macaroni Meadows, and it's just been all you know, all new memories here because we've never drank here. We've been sober since we lived here. So we don't have any of those shitty reminders of how like how bad our life used to be. Well, and like this place is so different in the retrospect. Like this place, we keep up on our fucking housework, we keep up on our repairs, we keep up on our fucking everything's nice and organized. It's a little cluttered in here right now, but we'll address that later. But like there's a rhyme of reason. We have a fucking garden, we have plants, we have things set up so that this is home. This is a fucking sanctuary. This is a place. I kid you not, I can drive to Fort St. John, and by the time I get to Fort St. John, there is a part of me that is like, I want to go home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I never had that when I lived in the other house. Like, fucking, I always wanted to be gone. As soon as we were fucking home for one trip, we were planning something else. We were going this place. We were doing that. We were going there. Like, I love being home so much. And I think, like, that is another thing that comes with sobriety and something you need to be prepared for because – you know, in the early days, especially, you're going to want a safe space to spend time at because you're going to need that to keep yourself fucking out of the trouble and keep yourself out of the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, there's no place on earth I'd rather be than at my home now. I don't, like, some people the other day were like, oh, do you have any sam- summer plans or anything? I'm like, no, like, I'm, I'm just going to work and stay home because I love my home. I have so much things to do at my house and things I need to do. And I just want to be here. I enjoy being here and I love this place. Well, and it's, that's just like, so I can see how that would hinder some people, right? You're newly, so you're newly fucking sober, trying to get off the shit. You're spending a bunch of time. Like you could be spending maybe, I don't know what your fucking dynamic looked like, but if you spend a lot of time, a lot of time partying in this house, yeah. you know, those are fucking demons and skeletons chilling in the closet and a constant reminder So I think that's something that's very important is to be mindful or even the people you're with, right? Like if you and I had taken fucking different routes, like one of us quit drinking, the other one didn't, do you think we would have been able to fucking be compatible? No. Like, do you think that say I continued to drink and you fucking quit and I'm drinking and being a piece of shit that you're going to be like, yeah, like I can live like this. Like this is a good for my, this is good for my fucking sobriety. Like Mm -hmm. absolutely not. So I think that's something like, again, in sobriety, especially early sobriety, you have to be very mindful of your space. You have to be very mindful of the people that are in that space because they can fucking, they can hinder you or they can help you. Yeah. And your house should always, like, I'm so fucking big on this. Like, your house needs to be your safe space. Like, it needs, I have more of a connection to this house. I had more of a connection in this house within three months than fucking eight or nine years when I lived in the other place. Yeah, me too. Like, you need that safe space, and you need, like, I love the projects, and I love the fucking, like, keeping up on our shit. Like, I love, I absolutely love that aspect of, and that's another thing that keeps you busy when you're in sobriety. You need things to keep you busy, and you need things to fucking motivate you, and you need, yeah, like, I just cannot say that enough. You need to have that safe space. You need to have that environment. Mm -hmm. And some of the things, like, that we do to keep us busy here, like, we got a little bit of property and stuff. We got the chickens. We got gardens. And there is nothing I love more than a chore day at Macaroni Meadows. You know, you get up early and go outside and clean out the chicken coop and hang out with them for a bit. And then go weed the garden and mow the lawn and put bird feed in all the bird feeders. And 
Check out all the wildflowers we got growing. Give them some water. Yell at the neighbor's cats because they have 5,000 and they're always in our fucking yard trying to get in our, <laughs> get in our gardens. It's, uh, it's such a nice thing to do just to have your own space where you just want to be there and you invest your money and time into it and make it exactly what you want. And I know for me, like some of like I've been spending as much time as possible that I can spare. I mean, I've got time to spare, but as much time as I can. I love we have this stump <laughs> in the middle of our pasture. I put like this big, fluffy, like fucking comfy ass chair. I go out there and read. I fucking pull my tarot cards. I have coffee and I just like chill and like I just fucking soak it all up. And I put like I take my shoes off and I just ground. And I'm just like so thankful for like that's I want to call it like a little sacred area. Yeah. Where, like, if I'm having a bad day or if I'm fucking contemplating, whatever, or if I just want to go read Game of Thrones and be left the fuck alone for 20 minutes yeah. in the lane, usually he'll come anyway, mind you. But, like, I'll go there and I'll fucking sit there. And I, like, I love to do that. Like, I love to sit with my chickens as well. But I find when I sit with my chickens, I've got, and I don't mean, like, I hope nobody ever listens to this, takes it personally. But the neighbors come and they want to fucking chat and they want to know how many ducks I got and they want to know if fucking I seen Cindy Lou get a DUI last night. Like, I, I don't know. They just, like, I find there's a lot of foot traffic and people like to talk and like, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I just like being left the fuck alone. And if I go to my little stump in my chair, they'll leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm the opposite. I like to sit by the chickens and chat with people. And, oh yeah, that's what so-and-so. Well, I don't mind doing that, but I'm also like, you're way more outgoing than me. Like I, I'm outgoing, but I'm also very content being just left the fuck alone. Yeah. And I honestly think that comes from years of working in like, with people yeah. <laughs> and like people always like needing shit from you and always being like, I need, I need, I need, like, I feel like now I'm just so just like over it that I really do value. Like, and even when you go to work and stuff, like I really do value that time alone in this house mm -hmm. because it just fucking resets me. It rewires me. And it just like, I don't know, like it just fucking grounds me. Yeah. And if, uh, yeah, if you don't have a good home life, I mean, it's, you're going to be miserable. Because your home is where you're supposed to be the most happiest, I think. And I see it a lot when I'm in camp at work. Like, people are, sometimes they're, you can tell because their days off are coming up. And you can tell they don't really want to go on days off. And I'm always, I always feel so bad for them. Because I, like, I can't wait to get the hell out of work and go home. Like, yeah. my home is the best. I have so much cool things going on. And activities we all do. And I just can't wait to get back. Well, and you know, a lot of people probably have the triggers too, right? I mean. Yeah triggers people that you live with your wife your fucking kids your whatever because we can't control as human beings we can only control our own actions we can't control other people's actions and a lot of people probably feel the stress of being home so i'm very thankful for that that yeah like i and honestly like i put like fucking put like selenite sticks above all the entrances and shit like and <laughs> we don't you know we have we entertain and we have people over but i'm also very particular about who i want over because yeah. some people got fucking demons, and I got my own demons. I sure as fuck don't need yours. Leave it at the door. Yeah, you, you gotta know? be. Just we have. We're so at peace at our new home that I'm just very cautious about who I invite in. Because if I don't want you to disturb my peace, then get the hell out of here. Well, and even just like even people in general, like I've been. That's a battle that I've been fucking fighting hard, especially since we moved here. Is you know, it's, it's tough because you want to let in the good and you want to let in the fucking, you know, you want to let in, you have good intentions to let in the people with the good intentions, but not everybody has good intentions. Right. And sometimes they don't even realize it, but they're bringing the fucking heat and they're bringing the drama. And like, I don't want that shit. 
like the only fucking drama I want in my life is me throwing a fucking half an old rotten potato and my two chickens beating the cunt out of each other trying to get it. <laughs> that is the fucking enough drama. Like Blaine will be like, chicken fight! And everybody runs to watch the chickens beat the shit out of each other with a piece of potato. Well, the chickens are always fighting. <laughs> I know. And then fucking Tony goes and breaks it up once in a while. Sometimes he lets him have it out. Yeah. But like that is enough fucking entertainment drama for me. Like that is good. Um, but again, that's something, you know, if you're battling addiction, don't peek bring these people into your fucking house and into your space that are also battling addiction and bring in their own fucking demons with them. Cause trust me, you got your own demons that need to be battled before you take on their dragons. Yeah. It's definitely, if you're going through stuff and you're trying to get sober, like you can't just, you have to be very cautious with who you're hanging out with and who you bring into your life. Cause I mean, if you're hanging out with your drinking buddy that you always get drunk with, chances are you're going to get drunk. Well, and it's not even as much as that. Like, there is an energy shift. And, like, again, we entertain and whatnot, but we don't have a shitload of diverse people over to our house. And, like, I even, like, I entertain my, like, entertaining my family, like my parents. I notice an energy shift as soon as they enter the door. And I notice an energy shift as soon as they leave. And, like, sometimes that's positive. Sometimes that's negative. But you have to take in consideration every person that walks through that fucking door is bringing something with them. And hopefully, you know, we, and again, it's not something you fucking mean to bring, but it is something you're bringing with you. Yeah. Um, and again, with it's your home, it's your safe space. Fucking be particular about who you let into it. That's all I have to say, because it makes a big difference. And don't be just fucking leaving your door for any, any old buddy to come on in because that's just asking for problems. Yeah. No kidding. But I think, yeah, I don't know. I just like, it's just something that's super important to me, I guess, just because I spend so much time at home. I'm such a fucking, I'm such a homebody. I love being home. Like I'm not even Blaine's, you're supposed to be going fishing. I don't know what's going on yeah. there. Um, but I'm not even going fishing this year. And I love to go fishing because I'm going to stay home and because I'm worried that my fucking chickens are going to die and my garden's going to die and the deer are going to fucking eat everything. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'll just stay home this year and I'll just like rough it out because I love being home. I like, I, for the first time in my whole entire life, I like fucking being home. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, what's some of the things we got around here that you enjoy so much? The chickens? The chickens are my favorite. They're my best friends. Yeah? They're my homegirls. They're my little rotten soldiers. <laughs> I love my chickens. I love my ducks. I love the incubator. Holy fuck, that thing's going to... I hope that's got a warranty because it's been getting the fucking... I mean, that thing like, hasn't been shut off in months. Since we bought it? I know. it's always, Every time I say I'm going to stop, I don't. <laughs> I know. Um, I love my chickens. I love the dog. I love the fuck. I love playing with the dog outside. I love the cat. I love, I love going outside and fucking just walking the property line. I've been mm-hmm. hanging my clothes out to dry on a dog leash because <laughs> using it as a fucking like using clothes it as, as a clothesline. Like I just sometimes I, yeah, I just like, yeah, I like going out to my stump and I like to fucking pull tarot cards. I like to read my books and I just like the thought of being outside and being at peace and just being like, so just in your own, mm-hmm. your own fucking element. Like there is nothing more peaceful and there's nothing more like serene than that. Yeah. I love the fact that we can grow our own food. Yeah. That's pretty sick. It's with the chickens. We have eggs. We also have chicken and then we have our gardens and all our, uh, all our garden pots that we got going on. Macaroni has a flower garden with a bunch of Swiss chard in it too and lettuce. lettuce. I love just going outside and looking at what I've grown and being like, hmm, what do I want for supper tonight? I think it's just the coolest thing ever. It really is. And it's, you know, it goes past like, 
Yeah, it's nice to be able to like, oh, I grew this. Like, it's a fucking essential, man. Mm-hmm. It is essential. Fucking inflation, the price of shit just keeps going up. The quality of the shit they're giving you is just fucking going down and down. Like, yeah. I honestly do not. I don't know how people with big families can fucking afford to do it. I really don't. I don't either. Like, do you guys just fucking? I yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, here's a four hundred and fifty dollar rebate if you made less than thirty thousand last year. Like, go crazy. Like, fuck off. Yeah. That's a joke, by the way. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's just it's so important to have that space. You need that space because that's where you're probably gonna spend a lot of time, especially even now. I'm fucking two and a half years into this, and I there's no place I'd rather be. Yeah, like me I, I literally like how do you get homesick from a place you've only been gone from for fucking two hours? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's very strange, and I've never been like that. Like I've never I was never that attached to the house. Even as like a kid and shit, like like as a kid, I used to spend summers in fucking terrace with my grandma. Yeah, I'd get homesick and shit, but I was I've never felt a connection to anywhere in the world like I felt to this place here. Mm-hmm. I also really like Wilson Beach. Yeah, Wilson Lake. Sorry, and that's one of the cool things too about Hudson Hope is because not only is our house fucking awesome, and we have this cool yard where. We literally, like, have trees and a field and chickens and all that. But the surrounding area of Hudson Hope, in every direction, you drive 10, 15, 20 minutes, and you're at something cool. Right. You're at the Williston Beach. You got the Peace River. You got Moberly, Cameron Lake. We did a 10-kilometer hike to a fucking waterfall last weekend. Yeah, Dunleavy Creek Falls. That was cool. On Canada Day. Like, that was fucking unreal. Yeah. Like, I cannot wait to go again. Like, that was so cool. That That was was very cool. One of, like, my favorite days in Hudson's Hope. And I've had a lot of great days in Hudson's Hope. Mm -hmm. That was one of my favorite days. Like, such a cool fucking, ah, yeah, like a fucking waterfall. Like, get out of here. Get out of town. And one of the cool things about our place here, too, is the home gym. I fucking, oh, oh yeah, I go I to camp and I'm still working out, but when I come home, I'm like, the first thing I want to do is get back to my gym because that's the one I like the most, you know, I can fucking go down there and yell and scream and flex Sweat. in the mirrors and <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love having a home gym. It has been a game changer, 100%. I do like to work out too. It keeps me fucking sane. The only thing I don't like is the fact that we need like heavier weights because we're fucking both yeah. maxing out on the 30s now and at heavier weights are like fucking 80 dollars a weight which is insanity yeah i know it's yeah once those weights expensive. start getting fucking big they start getting pretty expensive but yeah, yeah. that is another actually i kind of want i don't know i'm thinking about i kind of want a spin bike for like winter time i don't know we'll get to that when fucking time yeah. comes but i do really enjoy the home gym as well it's been a fucking huge game changer for us. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, I would say we're both probably in the best shape of our adult life. I yeah, would think. hundred percent. Without like, yeah, without much of a fucking second glance, I would say we're probably, mm-hmm. you know. And the cool thing about like our little home gym is like, we don't need that much space to, to do what we're doing. Like we got the living room downstairs and it's basically a theater room and a gym. So it's, there's just enough space, you know, two people working down there comfortably is no problem at all. Well, and it's kind of cool, too, because it's just, it's kind of like the basement's kind of a weird layout. The guy, again, I've mentioned this before, but the guy who had it before us had, like, weird, like, gym equipments and all these weird little side, like, side rooms and shit down there. It's kind of an interesting layout. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, more than enough room for two people to comfortably work out. Other space, too, that we don't even utilize for anything right now. It's, like, storage. Yeah, we still have a, another room that I think we're going to 
convert into like a cardio room probably maybe a treadmill and a spin bike that would be sick but what kind of that'll be a winter project we just we go outside and go for walks and stuff now so well and that's just it right like i mean it's i'm excited for that part of it too but like now is the prime time and i love we get such short winter such short summers but they are so fucking beautiful mm-hmm. you know they really are so that's like yeah like i just so I, that's another thing too fucking i even just walk the dogs around the neighborhood yeah. Right? Like, I have my step goal. I always get it my step goal. I take them to the walk to the... I take them for walks to the fucking cemetery. I take them walks behind there. I'm a little weary lately because I know there's a fucking cougar going around trying to eat people. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Like, even just this area itself. Like, I love this little area. This area is so cute. Yeah. It's I so love charming. taking the dog for just a walk around town. It's one of my favorite things to do. Right? Do a little circuit. And then Blaine goes to the farmer market, farmer's market, and all the ladies are like, I saw you walking your dog. It's, just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. And again, that's just, this place is home. It's fucking yeah. more home than that other place has ever been. And it's more, it's more real, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, you're getting feelings of happiness from being outside, from working in your yard, from tending your chickens and watching them grow, like to, from actually like seeing and doing shit as to opposed to just like. I don't know, like, I don't even, I'm trying to think, like, what the fuck did I even, like, what did I do in the old house? I know, right? Like, I can't remember being, like, oh, I can't remember being, like, oh, yeah, like, I fucking worked on something in the garage. No, I was barely even in that fucking garage. The old house? I used to just leave it all the time. Yeah. I'd take, I'd go for walks with macaroni, and then I'd come home, and then be like, well, let's drive out to mile 73, and then Let's go to Inga or something. Like, we were always always leaving the house because I just didn't want to be in the house. I hated the house. Or even if we were, like, even back in, like, the days of addiction, if we were in the house, we were being pieces of shit. Yeah. You, you know, we either were at work, sleeping, or partying. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know. It's just, yeah, it's a completely different... And everything there was a chore. Like, I fucking hated mowing the lawn there. Yeah. Like, it, like, it wasn't even hard maintenance, but I fucking hated doing everything outside there. Yeah, I didn't, like, doing any chores there at all. Ugh, I know. Like, fuck. And, like, it's just weird. It's just, and again, I don't know if that's just, like, I think it's just aging and growing up in general, but I think a lot of it is, like, attention to detail because now you, ha- we have the energy to fucking, oh, I'll go mow the lawn, I'll go tend a garden, I'll go fucking raise 500 chickens, like, Everything back then was just survival mode, and it took its toll on everything, including the house. Yeah, that's true. It just, we were so deep in our addiction that we just didn't want to deal with anything, because we couldn't. It was like, problems with the house would come up and be like, ah, fuck it. I don't know. Fix it later. Or my parents, pay my parents to fix it, yeah. Yeah. Although the house was always clean. I'm going to put that out right fucking now. It was, yeah. You can be a fucking addict and still keep a clean house. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say. That house was always clean. But then fucking, I almost feel bad for the guy who bought it because I don't think he knows the shit that was going on with it. But whatever. <laughs> Live and learn. Live and learn. Um, but yeah, no, I just feel like your home is such an important, safe spot. It's, it's where you need to be. It's where... You know, if it's not a good environment, you're setting yourself up to fucking fail from the get-go. So I just, yeah. And even now, I mean, if your house isn't, if you dread going, like, coming home from work, if you dread mm-hmm. fucking coming back to your house, you really need to sit down and take a look at your life and be like, this needs to change. Yeah. You need to reevaluate, like, what the hell you're doing. Well, and you need to fucking, like, take inventory and be like, why don't I like this place? Mm-hmm. What about it do I not like? And yeah. if it's fixable, maybe it is fucking fixable. 
probably is. I mean, yeah. a fucking house isn't just something you just tear down and say, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, some people do, but I fucking, you know, like if it's fixable, then fucking fix it. Do what you need to do to make it your place again or do mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Fucking smudge it if you need to. Get some fucking yeah. demons out of there. I don't know. I never tried any of that shit in the old house just because I wasn't really spiritual. I was just fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> just drunk. I was just drunk. And fucking, yeah. If I wasn't drunk, I was looking forward to getting drunk. And if I wasn't fucking drunk or looking forward to getting drunk, I was hungover. Yeah. So, like, maybe now, maybe we could have saved it. Like, no, not really. Because I always wanted to fucking, I wanted property. I wanted animals. Like, yeah. I, I really, the thing about our old house that I hated was it was on a very, very busy street. Mm. And, like, you just sit there and all day and night, vehicle after vehicle after Our vehicle. dog actually ran, fucking got out and got hit there. Yeah. Yeah, that, was... fuck that. Actually, fuck that place. Yeah, I don't fucking save that place. Burn yeah, I, I was so happy when we sold and moved. I yeah. just, it was, when I was younger and when we bought the house, you know, it was kind of, who we were back then, party animals, living fast and a busy yeah, life. Yeah, had a hot tub and a bar and a fucking shop for the toys and, like, all this yeah. bullshit we didn't even fucking need. Or all the stuff we never used. Or the shit that we did and then broke, like, the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that, though. But, yeah, like, it's just, uh, and I think it just comes down to it. Like, you don't need that fucking shit, man. Like, ugh. But, yeah, yeah. find yourself a safe space. Find, make your place your fucking safe space and make it get rid of anything that makes it not your fucking space right like do whatever you need to do to get rid of the fucking shit that makes that keeps that place from being your place Mm -hmm. so one thing with our home now being sober and everything what is your thoughts on people drinking alcohol here drinking here yeah i don't care people drink at the wedding yeah i know i'm just curious i i don't know like i've never really been in that scenario let me like I don't, like, if you wanted to come over to my house and, like, we're like, hey, like, I'm going to drink here, like, it'd be kind of weird because, like, I don't fucking drink, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not going to drink with you. Yeah. I don't prohibit it, but I'm, like, I don't keep alcohol in my house. I will not fucking keep alcohol in my house. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I'm kind of petty lately. I feel like I wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. But, like, I didn't mind when people came here for the wedding. Like, I fully expected people to drink. Like, I don't give a fuck. You're a grown-ass fucking adult. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I guess it gives me weird, it gives me icks, but I think it's just cause I've never been put in that situation yet. Yeah. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about this? I don't, I don't mind. Like you said, when we had our wedding here, like people, people drank and stuff. I'm just the same. It's like, I don't care if you want to, I'm just not going to have alcohol in here. Like don't expect me to fucking <laughs> cater to that. Or yeah. I'm not going to have like a beer in the fridge, <laughs> but if you want to come over and have a coffee, well, if you want to come over and drink, fuck, just bring your own booze and just like, yeah. but that being said, there is something I am going to fucking say because my family is the way that my family is. I would not appreciate if you showed up my, uh, my showed up at my fucking house drunk. Yeah. Unannounced. <laughs> I would not appreciate that. It's happened in the past and it's, yeah, no, I don't fucking appreciate that in any way. Shape, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like I, you can't, I can't expect the world to fucking tiptoe around my fucking triggers and my fucking... Mm-hmm. walk eggshells around my addiction it's it's such a, a strange thing because because we are sober i often forget that there are other people in my life that <laughs> still drink can, and they've always been able to like have a beer with dinner or whatever you know it's not like me back in the day where it was like okay we're gonna have supper here do you want to have a drink and it's like well if i have one drink that means i'm getting drunk tonight because once i start i'm not gonna stop right so it's just it's such a 
I always think it's such a weird thing when I see somebody have a beer with dinner or something, and I'm like, man, that's weird. Like, how can you do that? I, I was never able to. But to be all, to be fair though, like I also feel like it's weird of like when people have like pop and shit in their house. I'm like, uh, like I don't know, because we don't drink any of that shit yeah. anymore. But yeah, like I don't, yeah, no, I kind of get it though. Like I, I get where you're coming from. I just, it is, it is kind of weird in a way. Like I remember one time I went for like lunch with my mom and my dad, and my dad ordered a beer. Like this is forever ago. Mm-hmm. And like I was just kind of like, why? Like why? Do you, but I don't. But that's <laughs> normal. People can do that, right? Yeah. Well. You know, I wouldn't say they're whatever, but like, <laughs> normal people, normal people can do that. They can have a drink with lunch or they can have whatever with dinner. Yeah. But I was just never that person. That's not yeah, in me. me well, that's never been in me. Like if I was going to have one, I was going to get fucking blackout. Yeah, me too. Um, There's no stopping. So honestly, the concept is foreign to me. But again, like I don't, it's not, I'm not even like, oh, you can't drink around me. You're like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck um but yeah like i don't know it, i guess it's weird in a weird way mm-hmm. it's something i don't try to think when was the last time we were even in this scenario i don't know i think your dad had wine like once like oh, whatever go shane give a shit what do i give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me I, it, no i like yeah like yeah I, if you came to my house expecting me to serve you booze i'd be like yeah get fucked and if you showed up at my house shit face drunk, I would be upset yeah. just because. And it, but also, if you leave it here, I'm definitely gonna dump it over. Yeah, like it's, no, right? <laughs> it's like, not gonna be here the next time. It's, it's yeah, that's right. And it's not gonna be consumed. It's like it's gonna be fucking down the toilet. Like, Give it to the chickens, maybe. They're just, they're just drunk pecking the fuck. Give them the rest other. of the wine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a weird scenario I haven't really come across of yeah. yet. But no, I mean, it's my fucking triggers and shit aren't somebody else's responsibility. Yeah. Well, guys, that was our episode on home and just uh, how to make your home life just better, just to help in your sobriety. If you like this one, give us a like, comment, subscribe. As always, catch you guys next Friday. Peace.